Welcome to another special Perusia podcast episode. This is the third in a series uh, dedicated to the Sacred Heart. And uh, we've got uh, the Feast of the Sacred Heart coming up in just one week. So this is a really special one. We're doing this podcast uh, every, uh, over a, a year, nine months nine different podcasts, and this is the third episode. And, of course, uh, to tell us all about the Sacred Heart, we have our good friend Raymond de Souza. How are you, Raymond? Oh, fine, my friend. Very blessed here in the United States. The, uh, the, wind, the winter is gone, and we have uh, lots and lots of snow here, and now we are entering the springtime. That's great. That's a great sign. That is good. That is excellent. It's starting to get cold here in Australia. Oh, well. Of course, we don't get as cold as you get, do we? No, you don't. <laughs> what, what we call cold, you call a, a, a nice spring day, right? A nice spring breeze, yes. <laughs> in the height of winter here, not in Fahrenheit, in the Celsius would be about 40 below zero. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that is cold. Teaches you how to bundle up. <laughs> <laughs> It certainly does. Now, we are just one week away from the Feast of the Sacred Heart. So I think it might be a good idea, uh, Raymond, if we uh, did a little recap on, on what exactly is this Feast of the Sacred Heart. The Feast of the Sacred Heart was instituted in the church at, uh, by request of St. Margaret Mary Lacoque, but only much later the church approved, especially under Pius IX and Leo XIII who established the canonical feast. The basic idea was to, uh, to promote what Pius, Pope Pius IX said, the salvation of the world, to understand that the heart of God is love. Not as a wishy-washy, sugarish love that we sometimes hear in nowadays, but a consistent love that is divided into two aspects, meekness and humility when he said, learn of me, for I am meek and humble of heart. But many times, some of us confuse meekness with weakness and uh, humility with mediocrity. It is not the case. That is why uh, when I was there in Australia, I, uh, I recorded uh, several, about 13 different CDs uh, studying each and every promise of the sacred heart of Jesus, that we might know what he meant by each one of those promises. Today we know devotion to have a picture of the sacred heart, or once some of us, the best of ones, will uh, practice the devotion the first Fridays, and that's it. But we don't know the message that he gave. It is the fundamental importance of this. And I hope that in these monthly programs here with Parusa Media, I'll be able to um, explicitate, make it clear, to everyone, what the sacred heart of Jesus uh, wants from us. Today, we take about the uh, we talk about the third promise. In the first promise, he said he would give us the graces, the specific graces for our state in life. So, if we are a priest or a nun or married or single, whatever we are, if we are two devotees of the sacred heart of Jesus, he'll give us the graces to be successful in our state of life. In the second promise, he said, I will establish peace in their homes. Many times you confuse, uh, what is peace? It's just the, if there's, there are no wars, that's peace? No, it's not. 
the Catechism of the Catholic Church, quoting St. Augustine, teaches that uh, peace is the tranquility of order. So when society is in order, when the family is in order, then we have tranquility and Jesus gives his peace. There are two kinds of peace, the peace of Christ and the peace of the world. In one passage of the gospel, he says, at the, as the priest quotes in Mass, at Mass he says, I leave you peace, I give you my peace, not as the world gives. So there are two kinds of peace. You take, for example, here in America, we have this disgraceful Planned Parenthood with the baby killing industry. Everything works there in quiet, tranquility. When baby is killed after all, they harvest their organs, they sell them, they're doing fine. Is that peace? No, it's not, because there's a disorder involved. You take a, in China a concentration camp in communist China. Every little slave is working very nicely, quietly. Is that peace? No, it's not, because there is a persecution of human rights and persecution of the church. So only when we have order in society, then we can have peace, which means that in Australia and in America, as long as we have abortion laws that kill innocent babies, we'll never, ever experience peace. Never. We shall always have trouble because Christ will not be blessing a situation of sinful. Today, we will talk about um, the third promise. In the third promise, Jesus said, uh, I will be your refuge in life and in death. Now, refuge. When we talk about refuge, it evokes in our minds um, a situation of, of trouble, of difficulty, and we seek refuge, a place, almost a place to hide, so to speak. And he says his sacred heart to be the refuge that we can go to, can appeal to in life.